Post politics, the only source for unfiltered, nonsensical, fakeish news that you never asked for. With your hosts, Matt McKinley and Aaron Ellis. You know, I thoroughly enjoyed that song, but I'm getting pretty damn tired of the fucking Russians. Uh, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm all. All behind you there. I. <laughs> and at the point now, like, I don't care if it's an instigation move by somebody else. It's because Russia is still there. So, <laughs> like, at this point, like, yeah, I'm, I'm real fucking tired. I'm like, I'm tired of all of them. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And uh, like, I, I'm tired of Zelensky. I'm tired of Biden. I'm tired of Putin. I'm tired of all the fucking bullshit. Just like. <laughs> You it's, fucking clowns are gonna destroy humanity. It's like the real version of uh, Doctor Strangelove. Mm-hmm. Gene Madrigal. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Boss man calling. Oh shit. Yeah, he can. I'll call him back. Um, can I start off the show with the deepest diss I've ever had, probably in the past ten years. Mm. Yeah, I'm fucking looking at my wife is here too. I'm fucking looking at you, this fucking lady. <laughs> I won't wait. I don't call my wife a bitch. Having mm-hmm. said that, this comment comment was a tad bitchy. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so you know when you're showering and you have your bar of soap and you just use every single ounce of it, you know. Mm-hmm. There's that little little piece that it's in between. You don't get a good wash, so you have to go get another one. It's the dingleberry of bar soap. <laughs> it's the dingleberry. Yeah, it's at the dingleberry stage. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very accurate description. Yeah. yeah. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, so I'm like, Katie, where's the soap? She's like, I don't think we have any. I was like, I can't wash my body. This is too small. What was your comment, wife? Was it something to the extent... Well, your dick's small, and you seem to make that work. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That wow. is really funny. Yeah, like, that's deep. a solid burn. I mean, on top of solid all of that, I've been texting Matt quotes from the Ellis household. We should have a segment, you know, hey, didn't think I would say that ever in my life. Um, <laughs> we were um, taking, uh, the boys were taking a shower. And I go out of the room, and I come back, and I had to yell at Burn. Burn, don't stick that pterodactyl up your brother's ass. <laughs> and then mom yelled. Huh? And then mom yelled. Oh, and then and then Katie yelled. That's an out hole, Oh, that's an out hole, not an in hole. <laughs> Like a like a good doctor would. <laughs> um, yeah, life, I, McKin- my fucking life, McKinley. My fucking uh, life. 
I was uh, I was trying to remember what Oh, when when my uh yeah, my my daughter the other day after I got kicked in the face, she said it looks like one side of your face is happier than the other. <laughs> and uh and I said, "Well, <laughs> it kind of is." <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. Then after all this, we're getting dressed. We're getting mm-hmm. the boys dressed for um, bedtime. I also had the yacht burn to um, not teabag the back of his brother's head. <laughs> two I boy mean, house, but- ladies and gentlemen. Two boy house. It's 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 uh, like it's it's a survival, it really. Is. It's it's me and Gus in a sea of women. We've got we've got my my daughter and two nieces, and then um, yeah, and so we're uh, we're a little bit outmatched most of the time, and mm-hmm. uh, and then that's hard to explain to them. Like, yeah, you can't just go like grabbing them like you can't go donald on them and grab them by the pussy you know like <laughs> yes. you can't you can't do that it's you know my they, house they're not supposed to do that to each other but like i'm not really the person to tell them that <laughs> so we just kind of we gotta gotta sit back and enjoy the madness i guess or, or something at my house, it's like you know. Uh, we'll be us. We we miss like the team, the boys' team days. But mm-hmm. you don't always. You don't want to cover your nuts for twenty four twenty four seven. You know what I mean? Like no. you want to let down your guard a little bit. Okay. Um, and you just can't. Yeah. Now speaking of letting down your guard, uh-huh. you know, I um, you know, I, I've been pretty harsh on uh on the Germans for, you know, like <laughs> building up their military and stuff. But uh-huh. I got to say, um, this, uh, this one, I think you'll, you'll enjoy. And, Wait, and maybe, maybe they're not the, parading, are they with their military? No, are they? But, okay, um, good. You know, maybe, maybe somebody owes Germany an apology on this one, you know, cause it was, uh, <laughs> yeah. it was a little, a little, little bit of a low blow. You don't um, always hear apology in Germany in the same sentence. Yeah, well, okay. KFC mistakenly encouraged its German customers <laughs> to celebrate Crystal Knocked with crispy chicken. <laughs> Is that for real? Uh, no. Yes. The company has since apologized for the message, which was reportedly an error of automation. <laughs> Whoa, whoa. Uh, <laughs> KFC customers in Germany were shocked on Wednesday to receive a push notification encouraging, encouraging them to indulge in fried chicken on the eve of the 84th anniversary of Kristallnacht. No. It's Memorial Day for Kristallnacht. Treat yourself with more tender cheese on your crispy chicken. <laughs> Read the message from the fast food company's apt as translated to English. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, two two questions. <laughs> Is it either somebody hacked their system or somebody just Googled German events and Crystal Knocked came up? Um, I think <laughs> it's probably uh, an AI-based, uh, you know, it's just like the, for their, they just have like a bot that, that, you know, sends out random, oh. Oh. you know, random, uh, 
He goes, what, what is today? All right. Happy, you know, happy Easter Earth Day. You know, go buy some chicken. <laughs> <laughs> happy Memorial Day of Crystal Knocked. May, oh, okay, <laughs> Get some maybe. cheesy chicken. God. <laughs> not understanding that it's a significant day. Not understanding why it's a significant day. Right. And Got it's it. Kind of, it's kind of like uh, using an algorithm or whatever to, uh, you know, to like moderate. You know, social media where you can't say a joke because it just picks up keywords. So like anything with that keyword, regardless of context, gets flagged and Right. We've we've said crystal knocked about ten times. So we're probably gonna get banned. Probably gonna get banned. Or yeah. if we attribute it to Donald Trump somehow, mm-hmm. I bet it'll like it'll go through the roof. Got it. Mm. Um, Speaking of which, he's. Do you, you see his announcement? I did, dude. I didn't. I, I didn't watch of any it. of it. I didn't watch any of it. Um, but I did have a. Um, I did have a. A truth social. Um, oh, hold, um. Right, tell tell me about his his uh, what you saw on his announcement because I just saw that he announced he was running, but like what what was his deal? I mean nothing. It was a Trump rally. I mean they they all kind of blend together. They're all the same thing. Um, he's he's the Jerry Garcia of politics. Like does he? Uh, is it just all off the top of his head? Ah, uh, it has I to be. I don't. I've never watched a full one of his rallies. Because he'll go up there for, like, hours. I can say he looks um, thinner and a darker shade of orange. Mm-hmm. So, he so is, he's not being president has treated him well, you would say? Physically, I don't know. I, guess. I don't know. He just, mm. he looks like an old catcher's mitt. You know, like <laughs> it, it's like it's like that 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 baseball mate you had when when it fir- when you first had it, it was just a lighter shade of brown. Yeah, and the longer it goes, the darker it gets, and like the more cracked it looks. Mm-hmm. It, it was kind of like that. Nice. I um trying to find where that. So Trump went on a rampage after. Uh, after the election, and he like really went off on. Uh, here we go on Desantis. Yeah, what was he called now? De- De- Sanctimonious. Uh, yeah. Wait. Which I mean, it's not bad. Um, <sighs> fucking pop-ups. Uh, He's so, so transparent. He knows that's his biggest. Oh yeah. And there's no there's no loyalty with him at all. So I'm gonna try to read this all in my in my Trump voice, and uh, make it his, tremendous. It's from Truth Central. Now that the midterms are over and a success, News Corp, which is Fox, Wall Street Journal, and the no longer great New York Post, bring back coal. Is all in for Governor Ron DeSanctimonious. Average Republican <laughs> governor with great public relations who didn't have to close up his state, but 
Unlike other Republican governors whose overall numbers for a Republican were just average, middle of the pack, including COVID, Mr. And Trump has the advantage of sunshine, where people from badly run states up north would go no matter who the governor was, <laughs> no just like I did. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Whatever. There's a run- warlord up there. Whatever. <laughs> Ron came to me in desperate shape in 2017. <laughs> he was politically dead, losing in a landslide to a very good agricultural commissioner, Adam Putnam, who was loaded with cash and great poll numbers. Ron had low approval, bad polls, and no money. But he said if I would endorse him, he could win. I don't know, Adam, so I said, let's give it a shot, Ron. And I endorsed him. It was as though, to use a bad term, a nuclear weapon went off. Years later, they were the exact words that Adam Putnam used in describing Ron's endorsement. Nuclear bomb. Nuclear bomb. He said, I went from having it made with no competition to immediately getting clobbered after your endorsement. Then I got Ron to the star by the star of the Democrat Party, Andrew Gillum, who later was revealed to be a crackhead by having two enormous rallies with tens of thousands of people at each one. Is this for real? 100% for real. <laughs> I also fixed his campaign, which had, com- had completely fallen apart. I was all in for Ron, and he beat Gillum. But after the race, when votes were being stolen by the corrupt election process in Broward County, and Ron was going down 10,000 votes a day, along with now Senator Rich Scott, I sent in the FBI and the U.S. attorneys, and the ballot theft immediately ended just prior to them running out of the running out the votes of the uh, out of the votes necessary to win I stopped his election from being stolen and now Ron DeSanctimonious is playing games the fake news asks him if he's going to run if President Trump runs and he says I'm only focused on the governor's race I'm not looking into the future well in terms of loyalty and class that's not really the right answer This is just like 2015 and 2016, a media assault collusion when Fox News fought me up to the end until I won, and then they couldn't have been nicer or more supportive. The Wall Street Journal loved low-energy Jeb Bush and a succession of other people that, as they rapidly disappeared from sight, finally falling in line with me after I easily knocked them out one by one. We're in exactly the same position now. They will keep coming after us, MAGA, but ultimately we will win. Put America first and make America great again. Donald J. Trump, 45th um, president of the United States. Mr. Trump, I, I thought it was interesting Interesting during your 45-minute um, speech that um, you mentioned that every border town... <laughs> Um, back can- uh, every border town that had a Trump candidate won. Couldn't say that about you know national levels, but every border town solid Trump supporters. Bam, 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 bam. No, they um, can't do that. Can't can't do that. You can't. Uh... No, that's what he said in his speech. That's what he. Yes, that's what he said because he can't point to like. Um, you can't point to many like congressional or Senate seats that his Uh-oh. his people got. So he said basically all the um, 
the city level um basically the city level elections all went for trump endorsed candidates along the border well duh that's your people yeah, I, you know, after after looking at the the results of everything, like, so Arizona and Nevada got to get their shit figured out on this counting process. Like, I I don't know what we have to like. I I I'm not a fan of the mail in ballots just because of this shit. You know, I don't know what Colorado does different because I know they have the, the same process that we do. They've been doing uh, it longer. And that may be it, but, um, like, you guys were, I, I don't know, Colorado was, was called the next day, right? Uh, I, uh, my wife, yeah. dr- my wife's drunk over here trying to distract me. No, <laughs> keep your clothes on, Katie. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, didn't Colorado have their, their race called? Uh, other than Bobert, um, everything else has been called pretty cl- pretty quick, right? Yeah, because it was there was um, it was such a landslide on most of them. Like that's yeah, the only co- reason they get called so quick is because they're up by like twenty points. Yeah, yeah, and you can usually call it by that time. Well, they were calling uh, a lot of people were calling that Bobert was going to lose, and now that looks like she's going to win, but that's probably going to be a recount, ain't it? It's, uh, yeah, probably. Last I saw, she... Last I looked, it, she was down like 62 votes or something like that, and then last, last, I, last I heard, she was up. I, I mean, I guess like, I, I do have the internet. I could, could look well, that up. it all depends on what counties are coming in. I mean, yeah, and like um, overseas votes and stuff like that. Like, that's a big determinant, you know. Like, if you can call early or not. Yeah, and um, yeah, and <clears throat> Nevada was so close, and it looked like it was going to be a pretty much a clean sweep for for the Republicans, except for um, Attorney General, and then. As they started counting all the the mail in shit and the the early, I I, I don't know how, why they they chose to not count count that shit until uh, until after the polls close, and I also don't know why they allow. It's like they didn't stop accepting ballots till Friday, I think. Really? And uh, yeah, as long as they were postmarked by the by election day, and uh, like, oh yeah, that's how it is here sh- too. Mm. You know what? Um, one good thing to come out of this does this mean we don't have to hear about Stacey Abrams ever again? I her ever? and uh, and Bobby O'Rourke. <laughs> I, oh I would, yes, I would really love if that meant that they were like dead politically, not not <laughs> dead figuratively, but I mean. Stacey Abrams ain't got long. Look, I mean, that, that bitch is huge. Uh, it's uh, diabetes in a can. I love, I still love how she was the uh, president of Earth um, yeah. in Star Trek. I guess, guess that's not going to happen. No, I, I don't. Well, you never know. Um, <laughs> you never know. I, who, who knows? Um, Stacey Abrams. She, uh, I, yeah, so, but this this was a really interesting deal where, like, you had, like, Georgia, like, went 
pretty overwhelming Republican minus uh, Herschel Walker. Every other statewide race went heavy for Republican. Some of the those Trump- candidates too, man. I'm telling you, dude. <sighs> I know, like, and they're then not good. No, like Herschel <laughs> Walker was obvious. I mean, he was as bad of a candidate as Tommy Tuberville. But I mean, it's Alabama, so Tommy Tuberville is obviously going to win. But <laughs> but still, like Tommy that's Tuberville. Why, as, that's why I always as a cringe. Senator. That's why I always cringe when people are like John Elway should run for office. No, he should not. No, have you seen? Did you see how he ran the Broncos? Like, oh not, man! Not well, speaking of fact of the day, fact of the day. If the Broncos, who right now are averaging like, oh, like fourteen points a game, maybe I think, if they were to average just eighteen points a game, they would be eight and one. Yeah, they they have the lowest points scored in the league number 32 in points scored and they're number one in points allowed with like they they uh, you know statistically have the best defense in the league and the worst offense this is statistically the worst offensive broncos team right now if it were Mm. to end today this is like is worse than Manning's last year when Kubiak forced him to play the play under center. Like that, that was stupid. That was has never been Manning's strong set, and uh, and especially not old Manning. But either way, they they won. Like every game was close, and they won the close games. Yes, they did. Every every game is close this year, and the offense can't do even the minimal amount to win it. You know what? You know why? They're, if if this wasn't true, I'm sure we would have won at least half of the games we've lost. Right. The Broncos are number one in penalty. Absolutely. Oh. Like, far away. Like, the hmm. number one in penalties. <sighs> they suck so bad. They suck I, so I, bad. Like, they, they didn't fire the coach yet. They should. I... I don't know. I don't know. The the Washington Commanders have their owner under investigation for some shit, and they still oh, are right. five hundred. That's like, right. Five hundred. Oh. oh, Bobes is up seven hundred and oh, when was this? This was oh the tenth. So. She had a lead of 794 uh, Thursday. What are you talking um, about? Looks, Lauren Bobert. It looks like she won by oh. about 2,000 2, votes. Or, no, just a, just over 1,000 votes. Yeah. Um, that, um, that district's special kind of crazy. Well, yeah, they are. But... I don't know. After after watching uh, how Denver went, can you blame them? <laughs> I, I mean, you know what the biggest bullshit about this whole news cycle was? I'm pretty sure John Fetterman had it in the bag before that debate. Yeah, I think probably so. That's like some shady ass shit, man. I'm sorry. That's just yeah, that's shady as fuck. Um. 
because I don't know how how much of their their stuff is uh, it is mailing, but also like they just really didn't like Oz either. Like <laughs> once again, not a good candidate. He was. Yep. Uh, I mean, he was a squishy enough Republican. I like I was just saying this today. I hate when like former like reformed liberals become like conservative, like preachy conservatives all of a sudden because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And like they just ah, it, it bugs me. And that's kind of like, I don't know, Trump, um, right. Oz, you know, <clears throat> like what motherfucker, you don't know anything about conservatism. I know. I love it when he like throws the rhino stuff at like people yeah. who have been Republicans for like forty years. Yeah, and they've been calling them rhinos forever. And, like, at what point are do they just become Republicans? You know, and, and like you could admit that the Republicans is, a, is just a bad party. I, I'm not saying that's not saying that Democrats are are good, but like at some point, those are just the your stock standard Republicans. They're 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 in name and action because that they're all the same. So just they're just Republicans and they're bad. They're a bad party. Whatever you say, Tom Paul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, tell me how I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. You're just an asshole. <laughs> yep, I know. Um, and you know what? There are going to be a lot of uh, the libertarian candidates are going to catch a lot of shit for swinging a, like a bunch of these races. I know that uh, the guy in Georgia got something like 2% of the vote. Well, well more than enough to swing or to send it to a runoff. <laughs> the guy that, oh, that <clears throat> the guy that, um, that ran here got about 2% of the vote enough for, for Laxalt to, to not win, which you know <clears throat> what? Fucking run a better candidate and you won't lose. How about that? <laughs> maybe maybe do that listen to your base when they say we, we don't want a bunch of new fucking wars and we don't want a bunch of mandates maybe listen to them and uh, and run candidates that that go on that and uh you might win a little bit more often when they when they tell when kansas tells you that like hey abortion's off the table fuckers kansas voted to to keep abortion maybe not run on we're gonna we're gonna start penalize or criminalizing abortion and and then you know prosecuting the the would be mothers too. Like maybe that's not a great idea. <laughs> maybe you're not gonna win on that one. Or or Lindsey Graham taking the bait, talking about a when they just yeah. fought for states' rights and now talking about a national law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like yeah, they're this was actually the first actual election where people did come out for for abortion rights like typically it was like three percent of those like the exit polls it was like abortion as number one no the the republicans proved just how crazy you know like the the crazy right wingers can get um on that shit so they were like nope 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 not going with that and Every flyer that I got from a Democrat on this cycle was abortion, 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 oh, abortion. Oh, everything, no, man. Nothing else but abortion. They're they, just, uh, they're so transparent, man. I, like, I don't know how you could vote. Like, yes, they're all disingenuous, but I feel like the Democrats are just, it's so in your face disingenuous, you know? Mm-hmm. 
like, which, it's just... which one of the the old you know in the <laughs> in in the biblical times like when when jesus was had had his parables of like you know when the the people that prayed in private and then like the ones that were like wailing in the middle of the street and uh was that the Pharisees or the Sadducees? And I can't remember. But I can't remember. But that's either way, whoever that that sect is, that is the Democrats of the day. Like they um they are apparently not going to fix what you're actually wanting them to. Like you know, the whole George Floyd thing where they had the right or they had the power to like enact some sort of you know, something that maybe could have alleviated future circumstances with that. But instead, they just dressed up Kente costumes and knelt for nine minutes. Like, they, publicly. And they, they did it, you know, they made a great big show of it. You know, like, we're in solidarity. Well, if you're in solidarity, why don't you fucking do something? <laughs> right. Do something about it. You can mm-hmm. change the law. Oh, but you don't want to do that. You just want the, the spectacle of it. So um, I thought of you today. I was also watching some news clips. And apparently Ray, in a roundabout way, didn't answer the question about FBI agents being in the crowd during January 6th. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't come out and say yes, but he definitely was trying to um, tiptoe around the no. Well, funny you should say that. And it's just hilarious because, like, if you had people there and stuff was going down, why didn't you try to stop it beforehand? Why didn't you just, you know? Right. So this is New York Times. I'll pop it up on the screen. Um, FBI had informants in Proud Boys. Papers suggest... uh, Members of the far-right group, defense lawyers, claimed the information, blah, 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 blah. Um, had as many as eight minutes inside the Proud Boys in the months surrounding the storming of the Capitol. And, um, <coughs> um, and wasn't this seen as a conspiracy theory? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yes, that it is, um... Let's see. In a sealed filing, prosecutors argued that hundreds of pages of uh, were they were neither suppressed. Okay. Um. Anyway, it's heavily redacted, but anyway, there. It shows that yes, they did have informants in the months leading the the January sixth riot, <coughs> and they knew. So, if this was actually a seditious conspiracy as they're claiming like they remember there's the the oath keepers guys on trial right now um and the proud boys trial is coming up and if this was indeed a seditious conspiracy and you had informants within the organization why was none of, no action taken and why was this allowed that to commence <laughs> Yes. <sighs> like, yeah, um, it's almost like uh, you wanted it to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm, so maybe maybe you could uh, start coming after your political opponents as uh, domestic terrorists now. Um, 
Like it seems to be that's the big push they're trying to do. Like uh, there was a former CIA operative or director or something that was uh, on one of the. Let's see if I can find that one. It it was uh, <coughs> he was he was like um, kind of bemoaning the fact that we weren't using. Um, no terrorism uh, type tactics on this on civilians here, you know, as right wingers in particular. So we're like, well, that, that's that's neat. Um, How the that, f- I just cannot imagine going to my job and having anything I believe politically affect what I do at that <coughs> job. Yeah. So like, I just I can't. I can't fathom that. um, A former senior intelligence service officer uh, at CIA, Mark Polymeropoulos. Mark Polymeropoulos. I don't know. Some Greek-sounding fella. This is from Fox News, and this was on the 6th of November. And he says, I worked in counterterrorism. It was on... Think is what he. Uh, this is a post that he published. Um, said I worked in counterterrorism operations for nearly my entire career at the uh, CIA before retiring in 2019. The battle we engaged in was with international terrorist terrorist groups like Al Qaeda. <laughs> wasn't just with their legions of foot soldiers, but with their highly effective propaganda arms as well. <laughs> considered those propagandists fundamental cogs in the terrorist group's machinery and just as culpable as any other terrorists. So we held them accountable when innocent civilians were killed. Um, he suggested that the attack of Paul Pelosi was evidence of the that the American government needs to take a firmer approach on its own citizens. Uh, lone wolves are a thorn for domestic law enforcement as well, as we saw last week when a man not affiliated with any known group uh, propaganda attacked Paul Pelosi. While authorities have taken appropriate actions against him, there are a few signs the government is taking the big picture approach we need to combat the violence inducing propaganda behind. <coughs> So the Constitution confers free speech protections for extremist propaganda in the U.S. that prevents authorities from exactly replicating our foreign strategy here at home. But there are important lessons we can and should apply. For one thing, we ex- we can exercise free speech to proclaim the normalization of violence against politicians and blah, blah, blah. Um... Uh, some violent rhetoric might not be illegal, but it is all morally repugnant. Uh, to start with, we need to clarify what, clearly identify what crosses the line into the realm of dangerous rhetoric. That means calling out those spheres. And um, I don't know. Either way, that's. Uh, I don't like that rhetoric. I don't care what side it's coming from. Like when you're when you're trying to uh, clamp down on political. That's uh, that's what dictators do. That's exactly fascists, what fucking so, dictators so, do. Fascists, socialists, regardless, monarchists—they when when they start jailing people under the Espionage Act, um, 
dissidents are uh, differences. That's yeah. That's what that's what dictators do. Um, yeah, Matt, did like, somebody pee in your Wheaties today? No, I just like I, I'm I'm kind of somewhat heartened by the like how bad the like the the Republicans won, but they they didn't really win. Like, uh, well, they didn't they didn't keep the Senate, but they they kept the House. And they and we we kicked our governor out here. Fuck you, Sislak. I, I, that guy's a piece of shit. So uh, it's I'm just sh- with everything going on. I don't know if people can't put two and two together. The candidates Republicans had were that bad, or um, Democrats' messaging it, like people can't see through it what it truly is, and it's just bullshit. <clears throat> I yeah. don't know which of the three it is. I don't know either, and um, but either way, it seems like the right Republicans, like they did really well when the messaging was right. Like, yes. and and when you, uh, it was good to see DeSantis get rewarded for doing a good job. Um, well, and you know what? Like everybody, to some extent, becomes more conservative as they get older because. They have to pay taxes. Yeah. They, they have to worry about their fucking household. Like, right. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So, but e- either way, conservative, like, not Republican, conservative, uh, we'll say. DeSantis turned uh, Florida from a swing state to that's, that's fucking deep red now. <laughs> like, there's no doubt about that. He, he barely won in, uh, in 2018. And he, 20 this time so the cubans invaded now it's just fuck castro time and then if you look at georgia the the republicans that that uh trump hated actually tried to primary they won double digit margins and uh herschel walker i'm sure he's a nice guy he's a he's kind of a dumb-dumb and he's apparently a really really big hypocrite and he People don't the, like that. And he, he likes to fuck. Yeah. Um, and not have... Like, he's already got enough kids. He don't need another one, right? And, uh... You know who's uh, really special in that category? Nick Cannon. I feel like that motherfucker mm-hmm. I hear about him having a baby every two two years. <laughs> I know it. It's like, he, that's how he stays in the, in the news. That's how he stays relevant. Like, oh... <laughs> It's uh yeah, Nick Cannon's having another kid. No, it's Nick um, Cannon. Oh, and um, speaking on the same line, did you watch Chappelle's uh, Saturday Night Live monologue? No, I did not. Would you like to? Sure. Oh, it's it's a beaut. I at, I believe, anyways. At this point, I just want to remind you that I'm going to go see Bill Burr in December as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So that's fuck right. you, Matt. Eat shit. Okay, this was from this evening. Uh, I mean, this, but before this I start sat, tonight, I just wanted to read last weekend, I guess, a brief statement that I prepared. <laughs> I denounce anti-Semitism in all its forms, <laughs> and I stand with my friends in the Jewish community, and that Kanye. Is how you buy yourself some time. (laughs) 
I got to tell you guys. He goes pretty hard. I've probably been doing this uh, 35 years now. And early in my career, I learned that there are two words in the English language that you should never say together. And see, I like to tell you guys the Andrew those Dice words Clay look on too. Are the and juice. <laughs> I've never heard someone do good after they said that. <laughs> I ain't gotten into some scrapes before. But normally, when he when he's in trouble, I pull up. I pull up immediately. But this time I was like, you know what? Uh, let me see what's going to happen first. I can't even remember how it started. Oh. Vaguely, I remember it started with a tweet, strange tweet. It was like, um, I'm feeling a little sleepy. I'm going to give me some rest, but when I wake up, I'm going to go DEFCON 3. <laughs> and then just went to bed. <laughs> I was up all night worried. What is he going to do to the Jews? <laughs> I, I grew up around Jewish people. I have a lot of Jewish friends. So I'm not freaked out by your culture. I know a little bit about it just from hanging around. I'd be like, yo, yo, let's go out at school tomorrow. They'd be like, we can't go out at Shanana tomorrow. I'd be like, where? Is <laughs> Shanana? I had so many questions. Why do some of your people dress like Run DMC? Kanye <laughs> <laughs> woke up from that net, we went right to work. <laughs> A year ago, I'd seen him on a podcast called Drink Champs, a great show, uh, and, and it was it was an amazing appearance. Uh, Noriega and them were there, the rappers that I love, and they all had their gold chains and stuff on. And uh, Kanye said, "Only millionaires wear chains." They said, "What?" He said, "I'm a billionaire. Billionaires don't wear their money on their body." I took my chain and I said, "Oh snap." <laughs> It was fun and funny. But when he woke up, he went on Drink Champs again. This time, he was on one. He was mad about something. He said, I can say anti-Semitic things. And Adidas can't drop me. Now what? Mm. Adidas dropped that nigga immediately. <laughs> Ironically, Adidas was founded by Nazis. And they were offended. <laughs> I guess the student surpassed the teacher. <laughs> it's a big deal. He had broken show business rules. Is this a rule? You know, the rules of perception. If, if they're black, then it's a gang. If they're Italian, it's a mob, but if they're Jewish, it's a coincidence, and you should never speak about it. <laughs> Kanye got in so much trouble, Kyrie got in trouble. <laughs> he's, just, he's just a master at his craft. I know it. I know it. It's, it's so funny. Kyrie, Kyrie Irving posted a, a, a link 
to a movie that he had seen on Amazon. No caption on the post or nothing like that. But apparently this movie had some, I don't know, anti-Semitic tropes or something. It was some weird title, like from Hebro to Negro or something. <laughs> and the NBA told me he should apologize. And he was slow to apologize. And the list of demands to get back in their good graces yeah, got longer they... and longer. And this, this is where, you know, I draw the line. See, I think this is where, like, I think it's apparent that the Jewish people are the winners of the oppression Olympics. Like, when it all comes down to it, who got in trouble here? The black guy. That shows you where they rank on the totem pole of oppression Olympics. I think the Jewish people are, are at the top of that totem pole or the bottom, whatever. Whoever's, the, like, the winner in that. I think if the Jews are the clear winners, um, evidence has played out. I believe you don't have to agree with me or not. Uh, this is my this is my this is my my personal opinion. I don't know. Dave Chappelle did a uh, a show on the, or did this in the stand up. He he was always arguing like like they have um, the Jewish guys and the black guys argue about who suffered more. Mm. Basically, at the end of the day, it's like we all suffer, right? Yeah, yeah. I, but I think I think when it comes to like uh, culture at large or whatever, like yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not here, touching here, here, that with a ten foot pole. I, I know, I, I get you. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, as the evidence has bared out, there's been a whole string of black guys getting in trouble for for making fun of the Jews. So I think. I think we know which one's more off, more off, uh, off limits. Matt, just they're, they're play both? the goddamn, just play the SNL. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Been through terrible things all over the world, but 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 you can't blame that on black Americans. You just, you just can't. You know what I mean? Thanks, for the one person that said me. <laughs> a fair punishment would be you should just post a link to Schindler's List and y'all write your own captions. <laughs> <laughs> Kyrie Irving's black ass was nowhere near the Holocaust. In fact, he's not even certain it existed. <laughs> I saw one news pundit screaming about Kanye. She said, mental health is no excuse for that type of language. Yes, it is, bitch. <laughs> Kill somebody if you're mentally ill. <laughs> Listen, okay, I don't think Kanye is crazy at all. I think he's possibly not well. <laughs> well, I've been to Hollywood. No one's y'all to get mad at me. I'm just telling you, I've been to Hollywood. This was just what I saw. It's a lot of juice. <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> but that doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? There's a lot of black people in Ferguson, Missouri. That doesn't mean we run a place. <laughs> solid point. Very solid point. I could see if you had some kind of issue. You know what I mean? You might go out to Hollywood and your mind might start connecting some kind of lines and you could maybe adopt the delusion that the Jews run show business. It's not a crazy thing to think. <laughs> but 
it's a crazy thing to say out loud in a climate like this. <laughs> now the midterms are over and it's crazy climate. And I got to tell you, uh, I feel like this midterm, like all of humanity depends on it. And it's an ominous sign. The most ominous sign in the midterms, I believe, would be Herschel Walker, who I, I don't want to speak badly of because oh, he's black. <laughs> but I have to admit, he's, um, he's observably stupid. Observably <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Even when he's not talking, his mouth be open a little bit like <laughs> He's the kind of guy that looks like he thinks before he makes a move on tic-tac-toe. <laughs> and I'm watching the news now. They're declaring the end of the Trump era. Now, okay, I can see how in New York you might believe this is the end of his era. I'm, I'm just being honest with you. I live in Ohio amongst the poor whites. <laughs> A lot of you don't understand why Trump was so popular, but I, I get it. I hear it every day. He's very loved. And the reason he's loved is because people in Ohio have never seen somebody like him. He's what I call an honest liar. Well, I'm not joking right now. He's an honest liar. That first debate, that first debate, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen a white male billionaire screaming at the top of his lungs. This whole system is rigged, he said. And across the stage was a white woman, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, sitting over there looking at him like, no, it's not. I said, now, wait a minute, bro. It's what he said. And the moderator said, well, Mr. Trump, if in fact the system is rigged, as you suggest, what would be your evidence? Remember what he said, bro? He said, I know the system is rigged because I use it. I said, God damn. <laughs> and then he pulled out an Illuminati membership card and chopped a line of cocaine up and did it right at the podium. <laughs> no one ever heard someone say something that true. And then Hillary Clinton tried to punch him in the taxes. She said, this man doesn't pay his taxes. He shot right back. That makes me smart. <laughs> And then he said, if you want me to pay my taxes, then change the tax code. But I know you won't, because your friends and your donors enjoy the same tax breaks that I do. Yep. And with that, my friends, the star was born. Yeah, I'm, he's 100% right on that. He's so good, man. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, Yeah. That, that is uh, the master of the craft. Master of craft. Um, what do you think about this Poland deal? I'm I'm hoping, I'm really oh, hoping that was what it appears to be, or according to the Polish authorities, it was from a Ukrainian air defense system shooting it down and knocked it off the target and it landed in Poland by accident. I hope that's the what case. What was and the fucking target? I don't know. Um, like, I, have you seen it on the map? Like, 
they just it's close so close to the polish border like why would you be firing rockets that far um west well mostly because all of the weapons that we've been sending them or a, a good chunk of the weapons that we've been sending them have been coming through poland so that that would be why i would guess but yeah that is a stupid fucking thing and it, like it's one of those like well, again i'm not saying that the russians are the good guys here but i'm also not saying that we're the good guys on this either i'm just saying we should probably stay the fuck out because i don't want to get nuked over poland you know i really like how um like this was kind of minimal news today about poland yeah it's all about u.s politics yeah, and uh, yeah. By by the way, Poland is a NATO member, which we are uh, in a treaty, you know, to defend them if they uh, call a, you know, if they get attacked and, and call for for backup. Like we're we're the they're the bat signal right now. So when when did this happen? Did this happen today? Um, yeah, it was like early morning hours uh, or something. I I don't know. I I heard about it. Uh, this afternoon so and t- did you hear anything about like uh biden's trip i keep on hearing like he left early or something or couldn't find him or see that that they have not they've not paid they they i've not heard much on it on it i know that he met with uh with the chinese president uh xi i heard that and didn't even bring up covid shit you I know. have no balls, Mr. President. You have no, no balls. No balls. None. No balls. Um, yeah, and but it also sounds like uh, China's not real happy with Russia either. It sounds. It kind of sounds like everybody's tired of Russia's bullshit. Um, it's like, it's amazing, <clears throat> though, that with all the, one of the United States' strengths is, like, their intelligence... Mm-hmm. And they they didn't know like how feeble the Russians were. I, I, right. I just find that hard to to imagine. Like you've got bad intelligence then, because this is like embarrassing. You know. Well, and um, yeah, it was uh, there's that, and also like i i like I know that you're you always there's always gonna be some sort of slant when it comes to to wartime reporting <clears throat> but like can you make it a little less propagandist um propagandistic and like tell us what's actually happening because like this this whole thing where you know like they uh you know they drove the russians out of out of Kurson kinda but also it, it kind of is like they held that position while they could fortify where they actually wanted to, to, uh, to like camp for the winter. And then they, they withdrew. And it also like, I, I also, that was like newly annexed territory. So like, they're like, Oh, this is Russia now. But we're not <laughs> real sure exactly where the border is at. And, uh, Oh damn it. We lost it. So you're like, it, there's a lot of Russian incompetence, but there's also a lot of like just blatant Western propaganda, and I, it's so hard to tell what's going on there. Can I also say, um, sorry, aside now, I was watching news. 
Um, I'm also very, very glad that um, good old um, I could see my house from Russia, or I could see Russia from my house lost by double digits. Oh, did she? She did. She got her shit pushed. So, um, along those lines, we're uh, not, not not anything to do with the candidates, but just the the process they have up there with the the open primary and the ranked choice ballots. Uh, what's what's your thoughts on that? Have you, have you looked into it at all? No, because that that was on our was one of our ballot questions this this time. And so, what's the essentially, deal? Essentially. Whoever's running in the primary, like you run your prim- your your candidates in the primary, but you don't have to be registered with a party to vote. You just you vote, and the top oh open primary, yeah, we, and the top, we have open primary. Okay, and so then the top five candidates move on to the general, and then oh. you rank, and then you rank choice them uh, out in the prime or in the general. No, I actually ours is just if you're whatever party affiliation, you can either vote in the Democrat or Republican primary, but not yeah, but both. But you can only you can only vote in one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, so this one where it, it's just like it's a free for all in the primary, and then the top five candidates go. It's kind of that's what Alaska has now, except they have the top four candidates that go. And so, like in in the Senate, they're down to the top. Uh, <clears throat> there's like two Republicans essentially running against each other, um, and it, it's Murkowski and then I think Trump's candidate. I don't. I don't. But God, I don't know. I don't know. I'd I have to think of that one. I'm. I don't know. Because it passed on this one, but the way it works here, it has to uh, it has to go through a ballot question twice before it's added to the Constitution. So, <clears throat> I, on principle, like on first, like early thoughts, I'm I'm in favor of it because it gives it gives some sort of shakeup, maybe possible to a a third party candidate, which I I think is. There, there needs to be like a legitimate third party candidate on some level because the the two party system is I, they're they're the same party with like a little bit of wiggle room that they'll fight like cats and dogs over <laughs> like like abortion abortion or whether to raise the the tax rate from thirty five percent to thirty nine percent like the the first thirty five percent's off the table we're gonna only argue about the the four percent up here <laughs> right. like the rest of that below below this 35 you don't argue about that don't just split it down the middle <laughs> no they um yeah so they, they like set the little boundaries and you can argue about this between here and there but don't go outside that <laughs> and but um <clears throat> I, i've heard that that'll uh you know be the the end of the republican party in nevada and uh well, I was like, you know, why are the Republicans not doing better? Like, they should be doing better. But as bad as the, the economy and shit is now, and, like, Biden's got horrible disapproval. Like, why are they not doing better? And you can say Trump, and I think that's a big part of it. <clears throat> but also, <clears throat> they're just... 
I don't know. They're you know you know what Colorado. I think the reason Colorado is turning so blue is because Colorado Republicans were doing this whole shitty, shitty primary candidates way before mm. it was even a thing. I feel like they're just fucking terrible. They're it's just bad, man. Like, I don't know, it's, man. It's gotten so bad. My old um, old business I used to work for major uh, majority of the time is doing stuff out of state. It is that like it's become that blue just because mm. these shitty ass candidates, especially Rocky Mountain gun owner candidates, they were the Trump before Trump. Like yeah. if, if you weren't 100 percent pro guns, like they fucking primary against you like 100 percent, even right of guns. then I'm sure what you are, Matt, like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm pretty much. uh Minus minus nukes, I'm I'm pretty cool with whatever anybody owning whatever. I guess th- <laughs> yeah. those assholes would be like, yeah, bring on big boys. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm very much anti nuclear weapons. I, I don't think anybody <laughs> should have them, you know. But if Russia is going to have them, we should have them. But I think I, I honestly think like like when those they had those like huge like anti nuke rallies back in the fifties like. I probably would have been out there with them. Like, I, I don't. I think those are a bad idea. It's kind of like I don't know, um, fucking with a virus and trying to make it, you know, more <laughs> deadly. I think that's a bad idea too. Like, wasn't um, that another conspiracy theory? It was a conspiracy theory. It was one of those conspiracy theories where we got two strikes on the on the whoa, <laughs> on the YouTube whoa, channel. Remember? Whoa, whoa. Remember? Like there was a couple weeks where we couldn't post anything. Now uh, I do YouTube. recognize that nothing is confirmed, but it's pretty it's pretty clear. There's and, some uh, moments. It, so so there's also the fact that you know, like you said, Biden's a puss and he he didn't push the issue. And I don't know if it's necessarily just because he's a puss or if you remember, we we funded that lab. Um, well, as American taxpayers, like, and in- China's China's not going to say anything. They're probably to tell you to go fuck yourself. But yeah. just knowing that the president has our back, I'd be like, okay, like just fucking hammer on him. Right. Uh, and, I'm sorry. Yeah, and maybe maybe he did. And but there's also like shit you can say in private. Then like, true. So like like what did um. It, it was it was like Trump told Putin that if he uh, like if he moved on Kiev he would nuke Moscow. Did he and, really uh, say that? Shit? I I think I don't know if that that's what I heard. It was it was something like it was some sort of ultimatum. Like if Putin did this in uh, in Ukraine, he's like I'll I'll fucking nuke Moscow. It's it's and, it was probably like I a, won't. It's probably like a Sopranos moment, like. If you if you if you move on Kiev, I'm gonna smoke you. That's all I'm gonna Kiev? say. Interpret we're, we're, it how we're you will. We're gonna say Kiev because I know you like Kiev. Fuck Kiev. your Kiev. We're calling it Kiev. Like you will get blasted in the ass. Take it how you will. In the discussion. of a thousand sons. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to splooge on you like I splooge into that tube so we could have my little 
bundle of joy, Eric, come into the world. And see, and this is one of those things where I think me and you both can agree on. Like, that's a double-edged sword. Like, it can be used as that can be a weapon. It could be a hindrance because uh, the fact that when a guy like Trump says that, like, do you take him at it? Do you call that bluff? I don't think I would. But also, well, that's the type of shit that gets like somebody might, somebody might call that bluff, and then you're like, wow, that was a fucking stupid thing to do. <laughs> I, I, I tell you, the, the Russians though, man, they only know strength. That's mm-hmm. it. If you're fucking weak, I still go back to it, man. Like fucking that Afghanistan withdrawal, I think mm-hmm. caused more problems internationally, foreign policy wise. That, right. Like it was just de- they were like, oh yeah, these fucking guys aren't going to stomach anything. Well, you know, and if they hadn't like kneecapped Trump with the Russia bullshit from the get go, <laughs> like that could have been a decent relationship where we're like we didn't have to trust each other but like we worked together to, to knock the fuck out of ISIS like when right. when Trump decided like we're actually going to fight ISIS and we're not going to just like arm them here in Syria and then so they can shoot our soldiers in Iraq you know like um isn't it isn't treason aiding and abetting the enemy right I believe so okay so we were at war with Al Qaeda right Mm. That, that that was who we were at war with uh, in the, the the global war on terrorism yes. with Al Qaeda. Okay, well we we end up arming Al Qaeda in Syria, which became known as uh like AQAP, and then later ISIS, and um, then we fought them too. Like, but and that, that was all. <laughs> That was under Obama. Like, that was a literal act of treason. Like, arming the enemy. And then uh, we left all of our equipment in Afghanistan. Right. Where's Where's right. the trombone sound? Um, where's the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this one could be a fiasco of spectacular proportions. <laughs> I was wondering when Dale Gribble was going to make. We're talking. We're talking <laughs> the, gov- <laughs> the government. <laughs> Must be those uh, tech helicopters. I've I've got a bunch of uh, I've got a bunch of um. Step Brothers clips that I gotta I gotta load in there, but I've uh, I haven't done it yet. Dude, you gotta put Breckenzie Dick in there. Oh, Breckenzie Dick. Breckenzie uh, Dick. <laughs> um, any other? I'm look back through my list of stuff. I had some good ones this week. Uh, oh, um, yeah, maybe this will be a good one to end the main segment on. Uh, since we're you know, like it's it's always good. One when one of the the main like lessons to to be learned in the art of war by Sun Tzu is uh is like know your enemy and and don't touch it more than three times. Was that in Art of War? Yeah, of course it was. Uh huh. Okay. Because you're playing with it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I get I get the the innuendo there, but I. Like, that'd be way cooler if it was actually in. Um, so, fifty-year-old Chinese man runs absurdly fast marathon while chain-smoking cigarettes. Look at this dude. 
he ran a marathon in three hours and 28 minutes and just just fucking <laughs> ripping darts the entire time. <laughs> 50 year old. That's incredible. Three, three hours and 28 minutes. Where, where, where was this at? This was in China. Of course. Uh, a <laughs> Chinese man who, who goes by Uncle Chin. China's so terrible, this dude's just trying to kill himself. <laughs> They have, they have no look guns. At, look at his legs, dude. He's that dude's in shape. <laughs> he ain't trying to kill himself. He just <laughs> he just felt like running. <laughs> I just felt like I just felt like oh. smoking. Oh, I just felt like running. Um, yeah. According to Livestrong.com, wait, is wait. that a is, is that a Armstrong's? Lance Armstrong's organization, Livestrong, that is, isn't it? I don't know, dude. This totally reeks of like Chinese propaganda. Like, I know. I was gonna oh, say that at, too. Look at our our master race. We're we're smoking and running, and we're still gonna kill you, Americans. Well, if that's the case, it'd be <laughs> hilarious uh, because this is this is coming from Outkick the Coverage. Uh, you know the. Uh, Clay Travis, who was like a controversial like sports uh, caster, and then he like went full into the into politics, and he's like, uh, you know, he's uh, what was it? Clay Travis is that his name? You, does that you know who I'm talking about? Clay Travis. Clay mean, Travis. Um, was he a pitcher? No, no, he was. Maybe he was. I I don't know Are about. You think of Kurt Schilling. <laughs> No, no, it's. He, I don't know if he was uh, an athlete or not. I just know he was like, a, like one, of, like a sports, like he was kind of an up and coming sports talking head. You know, um, let me. What's find the him. trip I, is that that picture of that man? He's not fifty five. He's twenty five. Yeah, that's exactly. That's, yeah, yes. he's just been he's been working in the in the iPhone factory since he was, you know, seven. Yeah. That's why he's so ripped and he looks like he's, he's a leather glove. <laughs> he's the one of the, he's one of the reasons they put the nets around the, the factory. He, he's tried jumping to his death a couple times already <laughs> and that hasn't worked. The nets caught him. So he's like, fuck it. I'm just going to run and smoke. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, let me, Anyway, he he was like this. Um, here he is, Clay Travis. Uh, Clayton Kershaw. No, he he had a show on ESPN for a little bit, and uh, and then he went too political, um, like a lot of ESPN stuff. But um, he he happened to like, but he won like full Trump. Uh, no, he's they, he's, a, he's got a hard dick for the Cheeto. Yeah, he he went full MAGA, and um, I I hate that that became a thing too. It's just like it's a fucking political slogan. It's not a now they're trying to turn it into like I'm a, and I guess not without some sort of merit. They're like trying to turn it into this cult, which it I mean it kind of is, but kind of is like the For original help. sentiment. The original sentiment of it was just like, fuck all you assholes in Washington. Like, you're not listening. So we're, we're sending this asshole up there. And then, 
Well, it turns out maybe that wasn't a great idea, but also it has, he was still better than Hillary Clinton. I, I, mean, I, I, I stand by that. And for all the years Republicans bashed Democrats on basically being a cult, and mm-hmm. then this fucking orange cap comes along, and they're in a cult. Yeah, they made a, a literal, like, golden trophy of him. Right. After after he lost the election, which, yeah, like, I know it's a, a thorn in his side, but at some point, like, you ha- like the, the 2020 election ain't coming back. You're not getting reinstated uh, like he wants. Like, it's not happening, and... Well, now he, now he's he's officially rounding in twenty four. Fuck, um, are we doing this again? Are we fucking doing this again? Apparently, apparently. Jesus Christ, people! I, I want, and so he is running as a Republican. There was some reports that he might run as an independent, which I I would you know what I would support that. I I would I would support that because then. It would he would win he would definitely win some some southern states I think. Um, what would I think his, he'd what, win- was it, what would his party name be? The Trumpsters. Um, the, the huge party. The huge. <laughs> yeah, he would just call it the MAGA party or whatever. He might just call it the Trump party. I don't know. Um, There's no way he wouldn't get his name in there. Yeah. Yeah. And it would probably be gold, but then he might get sued by the libertarians because they have the, you know, they're they're the gold party. So I don't know. Um, are they really? Um, well, their their colors are gold. Their which is their mas- their mascot is a porcupine. Which I, no, it is fucking not. Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> you because you're big pricks. Yeah, I'll call so and yeah, so leave us alone. <laughs> that's that's kind of the main point point of it is. <laughs> like if, 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 yeah, if if you try to bite us, it's gonna hurt. I guess that's. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well like. <laughs> I ain't got yeah. nothing to say to that shit. <laughs> I mean, it's better than an elephant. Not by much, but I think it's better. Than, not by much, but it's better than Elton. I mean, they, I think all the, the... See, this is why we shouldn't have political parties. Like, what's your mascot? I'm an elephant. I'm a donkey. Fuck you, I'm, I'm a, a porcupine. I'm a turd sandwich. And then, yeah, the Green Party would be like, we're we're all the plants in the world. We're, we're, <laughs> our mascot is Yoko Ono. Oh, Oh. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Why is she still talking? That's the one I was looking for. <laughs> I feel like I have a thought like that every day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yoko Ono. Um, yeah. All right. So since, since we, we kind of know how... This will wrap up the main the main segment. Then I'm gonna go take a leak, and we'll talk football after this because fuck politics. Um, all right, so I think all of like the hardcore Trump endorsed candidates lost minus JD Vance out of Ohio, but that That's was cool. way that was way closer it, than it should have been. He's like that smart kid that's technically sound, but. 
It just gives me a bad fucking vibe. I uh, see. That was the way Blake Masters was. Like I, I, I liked a lot of what he was saying, but I didn't like him. He's like Ted Cruz too. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's one of those ones, if I just had to hear him speak, I'd probably be on board. And then I see him, and I'm like, hmm, I, like, I don't like your face. It's, you know? There's something <clears throat> about your face, dude. I, I don't know, fix it <coughs> before I yeah. fix it. Yeah, exactly. That That's kind of... Like, um, Cruz would have cleaned up in... Uh, in the thirties, you know, like when, if he could have been just a radio guy and nobody had to actually see his face, dude, he would kill it. Um, but he's just got a really, really unlikable face. Very unfortunate. He, he was that kid in, in like high school that would like, he'd run, he'd be able to run faster than you. So he'd just like cheap shot you and he'd run away before you grab him. And you finally what? grab him and he'd just cry. Right, he's he's the guy that, like you know, he would try to stop you to if you stole his girl, but you'd hit him and he'd be like, oh, oh god. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say he, he's the Roger Dore. Yeah, see, we're we're on the we're on the same page there. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> um, all right, so. All right, DeSantis is on a tear. I think that's pretty pretty obvious. Um, like even Rubio won by 20, 20 points down there. I think. Oh yes, Valerie, uh, Valerie Jarrett. Thank God. Uh, Demings, Val Demings, Deming, Val Demings. <laughs> yeah. I can't stand her either. Valerie Valerie Jarrett's the the lady that uh, Roseanne got canceled over. <laughs> Did you know that? No. Yeah, when you remember when Roseanne got canceled, like they kicked her off her own show. I don't. What did she do? Uh, well, she she was taking um, not Xanax, but what's the sleeping pills? Um, Roofies. No, but the, the prescription ones, the legal ones. Um, like Cialis? No, Cialis is the dick pills, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's the cheap dick pills. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. No, it's like uh, they're they're sleeping pills. That, that's all I know. But she was on uh, she was on those and and also like smoking pot and drinking, and uh, and she she's another like like I said like reformed liberals make terrible conservatives. They, they, really, they really they really do, and uh, and also Roseanne is like a legit crazy person too. Wait, what did uh, she do? She she made some tweet about Valerie Jarrett looking like a. She said she looks like the the uh, uh, the Muslim Brotherhood and the Planet of the Apes had a had oh, a baby. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Well, and it turns out that uh, Valerie Jarrett is uh, like part black, which I was unaware of. Like, if you if you saw a picture of Valerie Jarrett, she does she's. I mean, it's not clear. Uh, so, I mean, it's kind of uh, one of those where, like, it might be an honest mistake. I don't know. So, speaking of not clear, you should pull up a picture of the Cash Me Outside girl now. Oh. So, that's Valerie Jarrett. Like, I, I would have said 
Um, like maybe Guatemalan. I would say some Hispanic descent. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know, but apparently she's uh, to uh, to quote. You know, like this would be like a, a Hank Hill reference. I don't know if it's that, but she she's some kind of ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> look, look up a picture of the Cash Me Out girl. Okay. Um, did, did you like my Hank Hill one? I, I, I was, I, she's some kind of ethnic. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start Cash. watching Hank Hill again, or King of the Hill, because. Bad I don't remember baby. Harley. Bahad Bahabi. Um, you want? Should I go to her Instagram? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Like okay. she, she's a white girl, right? I, yeah, I think so. I'm pretty okay. sure. I, she, it, this she, looks like it could be the same type of situation. She went Bahad, to Rachel Delazo on this one. <laughs> Oh yeah, Bahad Bahabi. Is that what he says? Oh, um, no, that was my my Hank Hill. Bahad Bahabi. Um, like, she was a white. Oh, she's a white girl, right? Wow. Yeah. Like. Huh. Disclaimer: I don't fucking care, but. No, no, you raise a valid point. Um, Okay, so let's see. Uh, Sorry, Bobes, we're 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 done talking about you. We're talking about Bahad Baby. Show us your boobs, Bobes. All right, no, I'm going back to the original. Cash me outside. Um, Okay, so that that was the original. And uh, this is as of um, November 6th. Huh. She got a booty. Well, man, I don't think I can be anything else than just a uh, bold, fat, white guy the rest of my life. Yeah, I, uh, yeah I'm just going to keep cultivating the, the Pancho Villa look. Right. And, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I think we'll end it on that one for the for the main episode. We're going to come back and talk football uh, for all the Patreon folks. Uh, if you're not subscribed, please do. It's a recession, and I could use your money. Patreon.com slash Burning Daylight. Move your ass. We're Burning Daylight. Catch me outside. Good guys and bad guys. Cowboys and Indians. Sinners and saints, masters and minions, they're all the same to me, they're all the same to me, winners and losers, the weak and the strong ones, the young and the
feels about your tongue Cause you know your words have wings Bar your windows and lock your doors When the puppets start cutting their strings And watch your step when you find yourself Masters and minions 